All right, all right, all right. What am I even doing with my life? Oh yeah, a podcast. Welcome back. You're listening to Jesse Miles' podcast. Now on Spotify and on iTunes and pretty much everywhere else. Check the links. Instagram, jessemilesnyder.com. Check out all the different platforms if you're on one you're not a huge fan of. There's probably one you like better now. Uh, I think the last episode I recorded, I only had maybe three options. Now there's like eight. Anyway, this is it. This is episode three of Jesse Miles Podcast with your host, Jesse Miles Snyder, a.k.a. Daddy Fat Stacks, a.k.a. The Snowman, a.k.a. Bring Em Home, Johnny. Uh, what are we doing today? Nothing. It's Friday. I'm still in the box. Last episode I said that this episode would not be recorded in the box and it would include a guest. All of that was just a huge lie. Um, I'm still here in the box on my own. I just kind of wanted to do this. It's been fun doing it weekly. Um, it's not, it's not ideal I don't want to record every episode in here because then I'll never be able to quit my job. And I'd love to. So, this is just the way it is right now. It's Friday. I hate Fridays. Uh, You get this terrible mix of people going to work and people going out. And it's just, it's somehow worse than Saturday. Saturday, it's definitely amateur hour. You got a bunch of drunks walking around, but uh, there are fewer of them. Whereas Fridays, you get all the runoff from people going to work, and then everyone goes out after work and just continues to make my nights stupid. So, that's Friday. Last Friday, I was quite sure I was about to get robbed when at about 10 o'clock, as I'm trying to count some money, a guy walks up to me with his hand in his jacket pocket going, Hey man, you know where to get some health insurance in this city? And, I don't know, maybe he was harmless, but long story short, I got some mace. Um, it's, a uh, Fox, Fox Labs Mean Green Law Enforcement Grade Mace. Not only will it blind you, but it will dye you green. So, now I almost want to get robbed. No, I really don't. I truly don't. Uh, this job's terrible for someone like myself, who just assumes... Bad things are always about to happen, but the mace definitely makes me feel a little better. I'm not one for fighting. Self-defense, definitely not my thing, so I need a little a little helper. And uh, seemed like the best option. So I got that in case anyone else asks me about health insurance. So, uh, what do we got? Uh, Wu-Tang, we gotta do the Wu-Tang review. So, this week, uh, we're about in the 2011 to 2013, uh, phase of the woo, the journey of the woo. If, for some reason, you're unaware, I'm going through every single Wu-Tang side project and solo album, not including compilations. Uh, it's about 79 albums. I'm going to make sure to go back 
and check to see if there's anything missing, but I that's the rough number right now. Uh, I honestly don't know what number I'm on now, but we're at about 50. I'll give you a real number next episode, maybe. Um, but anyway, so we started with Raekwon's Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. I don't know what's going on, but I haven't really been feeling much of the Raekwon lately. Uh, I like him when he features a lot of the time, but for some reason, ever since uh, Cuban Links won, it just hasn't, it's gone kind of downhill. So hopefully he can uh, redeem himself later. Uh, we listened to The Pilgrimage by Capadonna. Honestly, I might have talked about this last episode. I should probably keep track. But that album was excellent, and I recommend you listen to it. Cap doesn't get enough love. What, uh, we move, uh, what do we got? 2012, uh, Master Killer. No. Well, yes. 2012, Ghostface Killer. Uh, Woo Block. That's his album with Sheik Louch. He's from The Locks. I thought it would be pretty good, but it didn't really do a lot for me. So I might have to go back and see if maybe I just wasn't in the mood or something. But I don't know. A little disappointed. Ghostface is usually uh, my favorite, but I don't know. Didn't do it. So Master Kill is selling my soul way better than I expected. I'm just gonna check something. Yeah, so Selling My Soul had a Spotify commentary version, which I thought was really cool. Um, honestly, there wasn't a ton of, like, interesting stories, but it was kind of cool to just hear him explain each track. But mainly he'd be like, yeah, this song's about hip-hop, and um, that was kind of it. But I still appreciated just kind of hearing him say a little bit about each song beforehand. So I listened to the original version, and then I listened to the Spotify commentary version. And overall, I thought it was really good. Um, but also, I guess my standards aren't very high for him, but regardless, I was pleased. Moving on. Inspect a deck with 7L and Esoteric, which I was so happy to see when I was in high school, maybe, I don't know, let's say 2002-ish, 2003, maybe 2004, I don't fucking know. Uh, but I listened to a lot of 7L and Esoteric and it was cool i didn't realize that they now go as czarface and do albums with all kinds of people um there's a new one actually uh with ghostface killer that i think's excellent just came out and so i was excited to listen to this one too and it was as good as i thought it would be so check that shit out ghostface killer's 12 reasons to die i thought was amazing this album is really interesting in that like it's it's set in 1960s italy um and it's about mobsters and shit and it's very interesting there's a lot of like italian music on it it's produced by adrian young honestly i don't know a lot about this person but i do know they are extremely full of themselves because they needed to put their name on every single track, so it's Ghostface featuring Adrian Young. And then if you listen through the album, the second half of the album is just an instrumental version of the album. So you get to hear all his stuff on its own. So I have a funny feeling this guy is extremely full of himself, but I really liked the album. I fucking love Ghostface with his storytelling. That's really what brought me, what kind of drew me to Ghostface, um, along with his cool, scratchy voice. And 
I just thought this was a really nice mix of the storytelling with kind of a new sound. Uh, you know, this guy is, you know, as far up inside his own ass Adrian Young might be, I still think it was a great album. Now, I'm excited to listen to The Brown Tape later, which is an album I've listened to in the past. That's a Ghostface Killer album that I've listened to in the past, but I didn't realize that it's actually an alternate version of 12 Reasons to Die. So I'm kind of interested to see uh, if that's better or worse than the Adrian Young version. So beyond that, what else did we put on? Oh, God. Okay. Capadonna's earth wind and fire no sorry uh it's called earth wind fire love anger and emotion um it's a double album and it didn't need to be i thought the second half was a lot better than the first and i don't even think the first really needed to exist there were a few good tracks but all in all didn't do much for me until the second half second half i thought was solid uh, but we didn't really need the whole... It's 28 tracks. There's probably about 20 too many. Okay, maybe like 15 too many. Still not a bad album overall. You could put it on and it won't bother you. But, eh, just, I struggled getting through it. I really wanted to like it due to my recently found affinity for Capadonna. But, um, just didn't do it for me. So, that's pretty much it. Um, so that's it. Uh, I'd say the top two I listened to were definitely Czarface and 12 Reasons to Die. Bottom two were probably... I want to say Wu Block and Earth, Wind, and Fire. So that's all I got for Wu-Tang today. What else can we complain about? I don't know. Uh, I could say uh a lot. Do you know how many times I have to go through my podcast and edit out every uh or um or like... Um, see? I can't even do it. I can't do it. I'm just gonna have to keep editing them out until I stop doing it. So, what do we got? It's Friday. I hate Fridays. Goddamn lemmings. Just working their 9 to 5s. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a 9 to 5 Monday through Friday job if that's, you know, working for you, but just annoys me that everybody's on the same schedule. Couldn't even go to the... You can't go to the bank. Like, it's a Friday and it's the first, so, like, everyone's at the bank. And I just hate that. I wish everyone's schedules were a little more mixed up and we didn't just have these peak hours of insanity when you're trying to just get things done. And it sucks trying to get things done when I realize I'm doing it at the same time as all the other people. Um, that's why I like doing stuff on, like, a Tuesday afternoon or something, because no one's doing anything. They're all at work. Anyway, um, just salty. Uh, what else? Hate my job. Hate it. It's not bad all the time, but lately I've really been thinking about how much it, it sucks. Um, I really don't make enough money, and considering the amount of bullshit I put up with. Yes, I'm in here recording a podcast, but it's not like it's an easy thing. I'm constantly interrupted. I'm editing out most of the interruptions. And, you know, I gotta deal with things like tweakers coming up to me asking me if I know where to get health insurance. Pretty sure they're gonna rob me. But maybe not. I mean, he was just this strung out looking dude and maybe he wasn't gonna do anything to me. But when I'm sitting in here with money and no protection, I'm already sketched out. So when someone comes up to you even acting normal with their hand in their pocket, 
you start to wonder what's about to happen. So, luckily, luckily nothing came of it, but like I said, I did have to buy some mace, and I'm just not feeling it. Not feeling it. Definitely need to find some other source of income that, you know, I can rely on more than I can with art, which is very sporadic. Speaking of art, I need a studio. I need a studio. I think if I got myself a studio, I, it would pay for itself. I think I'd be able to get a lot more small works done. Um, I, I spend time at home doing larger stuff, but there's all these little things I think I could do and probably sell that I just don't end up doing. But if I had, you know, even just two scheduled days a week in my studio, I feel like I could really churn out a lot of stuff. I could have studio hours, people could come visit, I could have studio sales. Uh, it would just be great. So I'm trying to figure out how to do that the best way. I'm thinking maybe a Kickstarter. I could afford it. It's not crazy expensive, but it's more than I've got right now. And I'd love to be able to somehow figure it out. Um, I really do think it would pay for itself in the end. Uh, there would just be a little bit of time in the beginning where I'd actually have to spend my own money. But hopefully I can figure something out. Um, more about that later. That came up like today. So what else? What else? I don't know. Me and my girlfriend made the greatest chicken soup of all time last weekend. I roasted a chicken the night before. Really simple. Sometimes I go crazy and I make like a garlic herb butter and I jam it under the skin and then the chicken's like oddly juicy, almost too juicy, but not a real problem. Although this time I just wanted it to taste like chicken, so uh, salt, pepper, and oil on the outside and just roasted it until it started getting brown and it was completely perfect when I was eating it plain which is tough to do with chicken it dries out really quick but something about just drying the hell out of the skin and oiling it up and heavily salting it seems to keep a lot of moisture in so I fucking nailed that did up the broccoli I did the week before did it again but better didn't steam it too long nailed that shit Obviously the mashed potatoes were bomb because they always are. So that was a great meal in itself. And then the next day, my girlfriend cooks down a stock using the carcass, also known as a bone broth if you're an asshole. And we ended up doing a nice chicken noodle soup. I made some egg noodles and we, you know, just did basic like carrots, celery and onion, I think. And um, a little of the white meat from the chicken and just some awesome egg noodles that I busted out weirdly quickly. And it was kind of the greatest thing of all time. I didn't know chicken noodle soup could be so good. Uh, but goddamn, goddamn, I'm still thinking about it. And so that was it. Um, I don't know, this week I'm going to probably do up some kind of steak or something. Steak and something else. Honestly, the stuff I cook doesn't vary that often. Every I like to kind of do the same things because I like to try to get better at it. So there's a lot of pasta, a lot of steaks, a lot of whole chickens being roasted, um, a lot of ribs being made. I will branch out, and I do from time to time. But my favorite thing with cooking is just perfecting one thing and then moving on to the next. I don't really care about like finding great recipes for stuff. Anyone can really do that, but it's when you practice something over and over and over again that 
can only be learned through practice. I feel like that's extremely satisfying. Um, I love being able to just like blindly whip up some noodles now. I don't even really need to um, weigh anything. I have been. I've been weighing everything just to keep track of how much I'm using. And I do write down how many eggs and how many yolks I'm using and whatnot. But mainly I'm just kind of winging it. And for me, I like making egg noodles, so I just try to have as many eggs as possible with as little flour as possible while still having it, you know, while still having it dry enough. Uh, Sorry, it got interrupted. One really annoying thing that happens here is people who have been parking here literally as long as I've been alive still don't know how their fucking passes work and they end up jamming the gate on me because they're impatient idiots. So anyway, I like taking anything that seems simple but requires practice and doing it over and over again until I'm good at it. And like I was saying with the pasta, right now my goal is just as much yolk and as little noodle as possible while still being able to send it through the roller. Um, I just love the taste of egg noodles, it's amazing. So you should be doing that all the time. Everyone make all your own pasta, you won't regret it. And then you don't have to feel bad about eating pasta if you're the type of person who feels bad about such things. Personally I don't, but others may and that's fine, you do you. Uh, but if you wanna feel less guilty about it, make it yourself. Put in the work and you'll feel like you deserve it. So, that's all I got. We talked woo, we talked food, we talked complaints, we talked future ideas. I definitely need to get some kind of studio going. I think it would be really cool if it, it was like an art studio that I could also record music and podcasts in. Um, so I'm just gonna be looking for something likely in the South End. Um, since that's getting gentrified as a motherfucker, I might as well capitalize on it, you know? So that's kind of my next big goal, and I'm gonna keep you posted on that. I may decide to do a Kickstarter or something. I don't know, right now I feel like I could probably work it out somehow. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna see what I can do, and hopefully by you know spring, hopefully definitely by summer, it would be really cool if I had that going. But who knows? Who knows? Oh, what else? I don't know. What's happened? I did take a a short break from Wu Tang to listen to Springsteen on Broadway for like the twentieth time or so. I don't know what it is. I've never disliked Springsteen. But I was never, like, crazy for Springsteen. You know, I liked the hits. I've always loved Dancing in the Dark. I thought that song was great, and I think it's, like, a great 80s classic. I, you know, it's, it's kicking around on some mixes of mine. But never really dived in too deep, but I checked out this Springsteen on Broadway on Netflix, and I thought it was fantastic. It's, like, two and a half hours long. You gotta be invested, but he just tells stories and plays all these excellent, mostly acoustic versions of all of his best songs, and I can't even really explain it, but it's just fucking excellent. You get to learn a lot about him. Cooler dude than I 
really ever realized. And it was nice being exposed to some songs I would have never heard before. And now I'm obsessed with it. And on Spotify, you can listen to it. And I've just been playing that on repeat. I feel like I listened to that for like the first half of January. Uh, but then I moved on to Wu-Tang. But sometimes you gotta, you gotta take a little break. And I think even if you... Even if you're not a fan of Springsteen, even if you're just impartial, I think it's worth putting on, especially if it's just something you could put it on in the background, and that's what I did, and then all of a sudden I found myself just watching it intently. Uh, I thought it was really cool. So you can do that, or you don't have to. That's up to you. You do you. I rarely take musical recommendations or any recommendations. I don't know what it is. I'll write things down, but I tend to forget about it. It's nothing personal. Certain people I will take recommendations from and check it out. Um, friend of mine, probably the biggest hip-hop head I know. I tend to check things out when he shows me stuff, but it really, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just like, I act like I'm totally going to watch that thing you told me about, but I'm not. Just like, you're probably not going to watch that Springsteen special just because I told you to. And that's fine. You shouldn't. You shouldn't listen to me. I literally have no idea what I'm talking about. So, moving on. What do we got? Uh, let's do something different. How about we see if I can just play a beat I threw together... I'm going to just play it through my laptop speakers. I got my phone sitting on my laptop as my microphone. And I'm going to fucking spit some sick writtens. So <clears throat> let's just see. This could be, you know, uh, I don't know. We could get other people on here doing this shit. Uh, I don't know. I just think it would be fun. A, big, a thing I like to do a lot is make music. It's a hobby I have yet to ruin by trying to turn it into a career. So uh, I'm just going to try to incorporate that into what I do, but I don't want that to be part of me. I don't want to worry about trying to make money from music. Seems hard. Um, I don't know. Not many people know that sometimes I like to write raps. I've been doing it since like 2010, but to be honest, I wrote most of what I have in like 2010 and really haven't written much since things happened. I started college and then I just kind of didn't have time. But sometimes I like to do things like this. Oh, yeah. I'm golden like opportunity, putting words together beautifully, and soon you'll see how fluently I string together lines. Spit them out fast with a quick blast to slow them down like time. Sit so see for the earth spin and let me clear your mind. We'll communicate with music, close encounters the third kind. Molding a mound of mashed potatoes, swearing that it means something. Someone's my head, that infrared in there, making me move like bass stumping. Bass jumping off the top of the tallest bridge, but I got no shoot, but I'm not bring the kids. Don't want them to see what's gonna happen to me once I step up off this ledge. Fall like a rock at the ground in a mid-shock Take a look around, I'm in my hometown I'm an old block, there's a line of green chalk So I don't get lost Finally find my house where the fucking door's locked So I walk, I just walk 
And I think I'm alright, but now I see you in my sight And I think it's a nice night for a knife fight But I've only been right like twice in my whole life So let's put our belts on tight, we'll ignore the traffic lights I'm just trying to make things right with the sloppy roll of a few dice with no dots I feel like a car in the lot of a chop shop and it's a long shot Like solving the problem of Gordian's not, nah, can't help but think So let me lip sync to a song I never heard and just make up the words I'm just picking up the words to a song I never heard Taking on adjectives and verbs Weaving together like I'm knitting a sweater With needles made of metaphors Yarns more from my vocal cords and a pattern I just made up So maybe with a little luck This shit'll fit and we can get a little bit lit up Yeah Uh-huh How is it that a little assortment of sounds Can move us up and down And a few little words can actually strike a nerve I don't get it, but I gotta say I like it It's musical mind control, don't even try to fight it I don't get it, but I gotta say I like it It's musical mind control, don't even try to fight it Don't do it Don't fight me, I'll fight you Alright, that was a test I don't even know if you could hear me or the beat or both at the same time at decent levels for that matter. I did it in the laziest way possible. So if I'm still talking, that means it worked. If it didn't work, you wouldn't even know I tried to do it because I'm not gonna include it. So let's go back and listen to it and we'll see if it's worthy. All right, so I listened and it sounded so... It, the <laughs> Alright, so I listened, and it sounded okay, so I'm gonna leave it on there. I know I'm not that good. Uh, definitely kinda fell off the beat a little bit there. And I definitely just sound like some white guy rapping. But I am some white guy rapping. I don't listen to a ton of white rappers. I've got nothing against white people rapping in general. Uh, but, I don't know. There was a, there was a period of time where... I guess I listened to a lot of white rappers, um, like Sage Francis, Idea, you know, other white people, Astronautilus, um, B. Dolan, but I've always been drawn to, you know, hip-hop made by black people because hip-hop is originally created by black people, and I don't, I think there's a way for white people to do hip-hop that doesn't seem like we're just copping the culture, appropriating it as we do, but I think a lot of it kind of does. Also, Mac Miller, rest in peace, got nothing against that guy. Oh, man. Anyway, you know, there's plenty of white people rapping, doing it justice. Um, I just think it's kind of, it's shitty when you're like, who's your favorite rapper? And someone just names like 10 white people. Um, I, I feel like you're missing out. If you listen to enough, say, Sage Francis, you're going to realize how heavily influenced he was by everyone I like to listen to. And that's actually something that makes me appreciate that music more, is just hearing them pay homage to, you know, the people who paved the way. So I think if you're the type of person, I know these people exist that, like, they're like, you know, oh, I don't love hip-hop, but I like Sage Francis, and I like, you know atmosphere although i don't know is slug white who knows uh you know but it's like it's 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 white guy hip-hop it's like a genre okay argue about it with me if you want but it's a thing and i was part of it that's how i know it's a thing i was one of those people for a short while um you know and i i grew up on like real shit 
But yeah, uh, sometime around high school, I started discovering this alternative hip hop, if you want to call it that, and happened to be a bunch of white dudes doing it. And at the time, I kind of liked that I could relate a little more to it. And I just feel like for me, as this little white kid growing up in Essex Junction, Vermont, I needed that. I would have had no other exposure to black culture otherwise. And I think it really helped kind of form my outlook on things. And it didn't take long for me to realize that I was a lucky kid um, with a very cushy life. And I think that was very humbling for me at a very young age. And I think that's what's great about hip-hop. It's like either you're hearing stories you can totally relate to and you're just happy to have someone else in the same position or if you're like me, you know, you realize that your life is very fucking easy. So that's all I got. Nothing, you know, I'm, I'm always on the fence about rapping because sometimes I feel like I'm just, I don't know, trying to be cool. But I just love it. I love hip-hop music. I love lyricism. And it's kind of a natural thing to try to write your own sometimes. And I've been doing it since I was a little kid. And I never really put in the time to get good at it. But I still do it as a hobby. And it's going to be a hobby forever. Because I don't plan on trying to make money off of it. Because I honestly don't think I could. But it's still something I love to do. And so I just try to respect it and do it some justice if I can. I, I always shit on my music because I still just feel like I sound like a whiny white dude. And I am, and that's fine. But, uh, you know, I just, I just love it. So what am I, you know, what am I apologizing for? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not apologizing. I'm just talking because it's a podcast and that's what you do on podcasts. You just talk and talk and talk until you have to stop. So, anyway, uh, that song, I wrote that a really long time ago when I worked nights at an airport parking facility, and um, it's about nothing. It's just, it sounds fun. I don't know. It was just a bunch of lines that I liked that I figured out how to put together. Um, I've noticed a lot of the stuff I wrote back then really wasn't about much. I... I would throw in lines that, you know, spoke of my personality, and if you're listening to it, you might say, like, oh yeah, that's that's Jesse. But mostly it's just wordplay, and I don't know. I don't. I never felt like there was a whole lot of substance. I'm working on some newer stuff that has a little more to do, it's a little more personal. Maybe I'll just, I have a part of it done. Let's do it. Let's do one more. Um, if you hated that last one, you should probably just stop listening right now. Because we're going to do one more. That was a 2010 rap, and now we're going to do a 20, well, like 2018 rap. Alright, so yeah, this one's more recent, a little more personal. I don't know if it's better or not, but let's just do it. Here we go. Yeah. I'm a sucker for sad piano licks and subsonic bass hits. Classic 808 kicks and songs that give you wrist slits. I like singer-songwriters with emotional problems. I love the music people make once they hit rock bottom. I like eating shrooms and kids' cartoons. Old crooners and dark rooms, full moons and gasoline fumes. I like 
Curly hair, tight dresses, fat asses and glasses. Grass smoking, tub soaking and tripping on acid. I prefer dark humor over slapstick, science over magic tricks. And since like six, I've been anxious as shit. I fix it with weed, hot tea and ecstasy. Fuck sobriety, it's worse than the anxiety, so put some chemicals inside of me and let me hide out in TV from the 90s and movies that end violently. I'll take gray skies over sunshine and rain, that's fine, I like the vibe. I'll take gray skies over sunshine and rain, that's fine, I like the vibe. I'd take a drive if I wasn't so scared to go outside or die, so I'm steadily sipping stiff bourbon drink. If I talk, I slur, so I think. If I think, I sulk, so I smoke. If I smoke, I drink. If I drink, I smoke. If I smoke, I drink. I'm stuck in a loop, truth. Let me speak mine. I'm scared all the time. Somehow, with nothing in mind, I've got no reason for believing anything my brain has to say. Day after day, it's like it wants me to stay alone in my room, glitter and doom. You know you're fucked when you relate to Tom Waits, one of the greats, fucking with fate late in the night. It's the only time I feel right. Boom. So that's a snippet. Um, I should probably write more. But yeah, so you can kind of see that's like a... It's an eight-year difference, but I don't think it's a fair eight-year difference. It's more like a couple years because there was like six years of not even trying to write music. So anyway, that's, that's it. Now you know that I rap. So that's out there now great i don't know why i don't show many people that stuff but part of this podcast is to just put myself out there more so that's a big part of me that's something i like to do and i honestly don't know if it's any good or not but um i've been enjoying getting back into it so thought i'd share a little bit of that with you so there we did that um yeah I might keep doing that kind of stuff. Maybe not every episode. That would mean I would have to write new stuff. And and it took me like eight years to write that one. So, uh, you know, who knows when I'll get at you with the next. But anyway, we're wrapping it up slowly. Um, I think this was fun. I'm glad I uh, did an episode today. Wasn't going to record because it was kind of busy. But I just figured I would have to do more editing. And that's fine. So that's what we're doing. And now you know I rap. One of my darkest secrets. But, like, you know, that's what this podcast is about. Putting myself out there and seeing what comes back. So, that's a big part of what I do to chill out. Not so much recently. I'm kind of consumed by painting, but I'd really like to put time aside to do music more. But for now, I just have a bunch of old written raps and more semi-recent beats. I don't have any of my old ones there on a... MacBook that I didn't I was using GarageBand and that's long gone. So now I'm on my sick gaming laptop using this program. I don't know if any music producer type people out there Mixcraft horribly overlooked, insanely cheap, tons of features, absolutely worth the money. Um I bought it because I wanted you know one of the big names and, uh, you know, Ableton something, I don't know, something Pro Tools, whatever. Uh, and I thought, okay, I can't afford that right now. Let me buy Mixcraft until I can afford something better. And at one point I could afford something better, and I didn't want it because I've had no 
no qualms with Mixcraft. It's done everything I needed to do. So, anyway, um, just a little shout out. Uh, whew, I don't know. All right, I'll admit that I was recording and then got interrupted and did a few things, and I straight up don't remember what I was talking about. But probably something about how I'm awesome. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I was going. Probably should wrap this up soon. It's getting busy. It's about 6 o'clock on a Friday, which means old folks are going out to dinner. And in a few hours, young folks are going to be going out to dinner. And in a few hours after that, even younger folks are going to go out and drink themselves into a stupor. Nothing wrong with that. It's just a fact. Friday, I'm, I'm automatically against Friday and Saturday nights. It's goddamn amateur hour. And, uh, you know, I'd rather go out on like a Tuesday afternoon than a Friday night, frankly. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, things are getting a little busy in here. I somehow, was I somehow managed to record both of those little songs with no interruption, but I'm paying for it now. So, let's wrap it up. We did a lot today. It was a good one. Uh, you know, as always, if you have any money, just give it to me. Um, I need a studio, and I need to quit my job. So, if anyone wants to be a real-life patron, hook me up. I don't want to sound desperate, but I am. So, for real, though, what do we got to look forward to? I'm working on more food porn. If you, see, if you saw my Instagram recently, uh, you'll see the most recent one. If not, you should go check it out. Not even going to tell you what it is. Not even going to tell you what it is. You got to go look. So go check out my Instagram to see the new one. Uh, I'll be having more of those soon. Food Porn 3 will likely be debuting at Art Hop, which isn't for a while, about September. But um, stay tuned. It's going to be cool. If all goes well, I'll be able to do it at the Space Gallery. It's sort of interesting trying to fit food porn in with Art Hop because it's supposed to be a family-friendly thing, and although there's technically nothing pornographic happening in the food porn, let's all be real. That food's getting it on, and that's what it looks like because that's what it is. So, we'll see. Um, I gotta, you know, run it by the gallery and see if it's something they want to do, and hopefully that works out. That might be all misinformation once the time actually happens, but luckily by then, no one will even remember this episode. So, you know, stay tuned. I'm going to keep... I'm not, I'm not saying that you're not going to see more food porn until September. I'm going to be cranking, cranking it to food porn as much as possible. But um, I believe that's when the actual Food Porn 3 series will debut. Uh, but hopefully before that, we got some cool stuff coming your way. Um, you know, if you find yourself near Simple Roots Brewery, I still got a bunch of paintings of bears tearing salmon apart, um, hanging up there, so check that out if you're into that kind of thing. Other than that, I've got to start figuring out where I can hang my art. It's only up in two places right now, and that's just unacceptable. So, uh, I'll let you know when there's another place to go see my stuff. Um, and, you know, I'll keep you informed on things like trying to get a studio and all that fun stuff. Um, but until then, I'm just going to keep rocking it in the box and 
Maybe next time I'll have a guest. I know I said that last time, and I'm sorry to deceive you. But, you know, sometimes you just got to record a podcast, and no one's around to be on it. So you do it yourself. It's life. Um, but, no, I've got a few uh, people definitely interested, and that is going to happen. It's just sort of a matter of scheduling things and getting out of my routine, which is something I don't like doing. But I will. I'll do what I gotta do. Anyway, it's getting pretty busy in here. Probably going to stop this thing soon once I can stop rambling. It's nearly impossible, though. Trying to remember if there's anything I want to include before I stop recording. I don't think so. I don't have any ridiculous raps about people named Triple D with three dicks this time, but but I gave you some other stuff that I think was slightly better than that rap, although I feel like I'm onto something with that Triple D rap, but we're going to rap more about old Triple D. If you didn't hear the last episode, I rapped about a guy with three penises who is called Triple D, and, uh, you know, if you want to get with him, then you got to take all three. That's that's it. That's that's what I rapped about. That's how I ended the last episode. Do you remember that? Do you remember when that happened? That happened. I'll have more ridiculous rhymes for you in the future, but I'm kind of out of rhymes for today. Uh, I'm just gonna end it like I always do. Awkwardly. So, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next time. Maybe with a guest, maybe not. Who knows? Nobody knows anything.